kslnews.edu. Make sure you have the KSL News Radio app to stream BYU games wherever you go. You can also get breaking news alerts and podcast your favorite KSL show. All on one app for KSL News Radio. Welcome back in, Cougar Nation, final segment of the show, and we're taking your calls. Last chance to chime in on the loss and look ahead to Baylor. Maybe who you'd like to see step up if they want to upset the Baylor Bears, 801-575-8255. Mitch, you'll be there. What are some of the interesting storylines between BYU and Baylor tomorrow night? I think we've got to start with Caleb Lohner, right? I mean, former BYU forward who... Uh, was a was a big name when BYU flipped him from Utah. Remember, he was a, a Ute signee. He backs out of his letter of intent to come to BYU. And it was an up-and-down two years at BYU for Loner. He was a starter on that NCAA tournament team that faced UCLA as a sixth seed. They lost that game. But then the second year, I think everyone thought Loner was going to take that massive leap. And offensively, he did not. And he hit some historic lows by his standards, personal lows, shooting the three. And, you know, to the point where Cougar fans were at times booing him in in games. It was kind of getting a little salty at times. And, you know, he goes to the portal, lands at Baylor. He's a reserve off the bench for the Bears. And and this was loner on, you know, his desire and his motivation to to face BYU and ultimately take down the Cougs. Yeah, I think – transfer from school you want to beat them (laughs) um but they got a great program a great team so i mean either way selfishly for me it would be a great win but also for the team they're a great basketball program so any game in the big 12 we can win is a good game he went on loner plays spoiler tomorrow night for for byu i mean probably i just feel like (laughs) I, i feel like that's that's not an easy bounce back to a quick turnaround after a poor shooting loss against Cincinnati to go down and play a top 15 team, number 14, Baylor, and all the talent they have. Now, loner to this point in his Baylor career, Mitch, he has not had very many big games. Yeah. He's he's very, very much a reserve, but it it would not feel good for him to uh, to just blow up and have a big game off the bench against BYU, no doubt. Loner's averaging 3.4 points per game this season for the Bears, 2.9 boards, averaging about 12 minutes per night. That was kind of the similar stat line last season, so they know his role. He's going to get about 12 to 15 minutes per night. i got to imagine this game's going to have a little bit more of an uptick, but Baylor... They are outstanding offensively, number one nationally in three-point percentage. They shoot the three at 43.2%. Head coach Scott Drew, he's a former national champion winning coach. He's picking Loner's brain to get the scouting report on BYU. Well, we, we try to get all the information we can out of Caleb, so make sure that we're on point with what we're seeing, what we're doing, and uh, uh, he's got a lot of respect and a lot of friends there. And that's a nice little advantage for Baylor. You, you mentioned their shooting. BYU defensively has been very good at defending the three this season, Mitch. Scott Drew doesn't expect either team to struggle shooting the ball tomorrow night. Yeah, both of us, two of the best offenses in the country. We didn't shoot it well the last game. They didn't shoot it last game. So laws of averages, both of us uh, uh, won't have two bad shooting games. But uh, uh, I think, again, credit the Big 12 defenses um, for that. And uh, things get a little harder in the Big 12. What do you think BYU has to do to 
to be within striking distance tomorrow. What has to change from the loss against Cincinnati? They can't turn the ball over. Uh, you know, against Cincinnati, they were a little bit loose with the ball. 18 turnovers, and I know that the level of competition leveled up going into the Big 12, but I don't believe that's BYU's DNA at all. I think BYU is a, a sound team when it comes to taking care of possessions, and you give the ball up 18 times, you're not going to win. And so they've got to keep that thing low, that, that turnover number, first off. And I think you got to shoot a, a great percentage from three. Baylor's going to. I expect that fully. I, I think Baylor's going to – that building is going to be – uh, electric uh, tomorrow night at Foster Pavilion, and it's kind of an intimate setting. You know, only seven thousand seats. They designed that Baylor did to kind of have almost like that field house feeling, where you're going to get capacity crowds every single night. The aesthetics, the acoustics are going to create a loud environment where it's on top of you. It seems like looking at the videos and the pictures, it's a steep setting. It's all on top of you, so. BYU better be shooting the ball well against Baylor because I fully expect the Bears' offense will not slow down. And Baylor, I think, Matt, is the deepest team in the Big 12, and I think they got the best NBA talent. Jacoby Walter, a freshman, he's outstanding, number four. Keep an eye on him. And then Yves Messi, uh, a seven-footer big who had a double-double in their road win at Oklahoma State. They got tested against a young Oklahoma State team in Stillwater, but they got their ninth consecutive victory against Oklahoma State in Stillwater. They They went to overtime, so it was just another example of a tough Big 12 test, and anyone can take you down. But, you know, BYU has got to be able to shoot the three well because my expectations in the post against a guy like Missy uh, are not very high. So take care of the ball and shoot the three well. What about for you? I think they have to find a way to get others going. I know that sounds maybe a little cliche, but when BYU's had some really nice blowout wins, you look at the box score, there's, what, six guys with yeah. double-figure scoring, seven guys, and it's bounced between, you know, maybe Robinson with 18 all the way down to Khalifa or Atiki with 10. And, and I think that's the other thing, too. Jackson Robinson has got to be himself in some of these games. If you're going to beat a Baylor on the road, if you're going to beat a Kansas on the road, if you're going to even beat a Houston or a Texas at home later in the month in January, five points, two of seven from the field. That did not look like the guy that was getting late first-round NBA draft potential buzz the other night against Cincinnati. I love that this team is balanced and there's not any dominant stars, but you got to have somebody that you feel like you can rely on in late-game situations. In both of the losses, Mitch, answer this question. Who do you feel like is the guy to get you a bucket when you need it the most? It's a great question. Uh, I, you know, I feel like my, my instant reaction would be Dallin Hall. That's my... F- pick I would go with, but the last five games would say otherwise. But history, since Hall arrived on campus, he hits big shots. And even this offseason in a summer practice that we watched, he's burying a half-court shot to to win a scrimmage. I mean, this guy has a clutch factor, and and he's got that ability to take over a game if needed. So I feel like that's my pick. But he has got to get out of the rut that he's in because he just hasn't been playing well at the moment. I'd like it to be Jackson Robinson because of his length and his offensive skill set. He's got a wicked fadeaway jumper. Yeah. But, man, I just keep looking at that line. Five points, two of seven from the field, one of five from the three. You know what his plus-minus was against Cincinnati, Mitch, off the top of your head? 
I think it was like minus nine. Minus nineteen. Oh, okay. By far the worst plus yeah. minus in the loss against Cincinnati. You can't have someone with NBA potential be minus nineteen and beat some of these good teams in the Big Twelve. So balance out the scoring, but in particular, Jackson Robinson, get back to who you've been all season long. Tip off tomorrow night, seven o'clock here on KSL News Radio. The TV broadcast is only online, ESPN Plus. So if you don't have ESPN Plus, fire up the one hundred two point seven FM, eleven sixty AM, the KSL News Radio app. So many different ways to listen to BYU versus Baylor tomorrow. A top twenty-five clash out in Waco. I'll have you covered inside the Foster Pavilion with coverage on kslsports.com. It's going to be a lot of fun seeing BYU and Baylor. But I must say, though, Matt, I don't feel like it's a must-win for BYU. The must-win is later in the week, Mitch. That's what I was going to say, because the other game this week is BYU at UCF on Saturday in Orlando. That is a must-win. You have to win that one. If we come back on Monday night on this show and we're talking about an 0-3 Big 12 BYU team, that's when we might have to revisit the question again and say, now is it time to panic? Yeah, no doubt about that because, look, if they lose tomorrow and then beat UCF and they're back home for a chance to be 2-2, two and 2-2 two, two and two after four games, not bad. Then yeah. you got Texas Tech and Houston. Maybe, you know, if you are able to steal a game late in the month, you could be 4-3 and three at the end of January. That would be actually a win, I think, for BYU in their first month of Big 12 basketball. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow Cougar Nation on all podcasting platforms. We'll be back on Saturday, noon to 3, here on Cougar Sports Saturday on KSL News Radio. As a major research institution, Arizona State University offers the most online bachelor's degree programs, along with world class faculty and dedicated support. Discover why ASU is ranked number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Tap to learn more.